Good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Kirby, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix. And to my left, my co-host. I forgot my name for a second. Get it together. It's Mercury Retrograde, and it's taking a toll on me this week. Like, this entire week has been... I'm here. Also, my name's Stephanie. Hey, niggas. Mercury, mer- Mercury and Gatorade and all types of shit got you all the way fucked up. Huh? Fucked up. So do I want to know how your weekend was? Oh, my sister came to town. Um, last Friday, my friends cooked dinner. We had a vegan dinner. And then I ended up at Rasconi's. I ended up getting home at like 5 in the morning. And I got asked out on three dates, but I don't... I'm quite sure they've all contacted me, but they're all sitting in unknown senders. So. You live a interesting life. Oh, if, if you hear like that entire story, because my ex gave me his bottle of liquor and I'm sitting there holding it. And this guy comes up to me and he like asked for my number, right? And then he like, he was like, people are staring at you, so I'm not going to give you, I don't want it anymore. I said, I don't need an intimidated guy trying to come after me, so I guess you don't need it anymore. And then he was like, no, nah, I got to take you on a date now. So he took my number. That guy FaceTimed me, but I would have to, like, go through to figure out who it was to actually go on a date, whatever. And then, like, literally, I walked away from him. Then another guy asked me on a date, and then I walked away from him. Then another guy asked me on a date. Then I walked to the front, and this guy that I've actually been dating was, like, standing right Friday was so weird. It was weird. It's opening day, but love it. And then it was like guys I see out like all the time, but they've never ever spoken. Well, I shouldn't say never. They they don't speak to me in the term of like. What's up, Shorty? Yeah, and they were. And I was just like. And some guy said, you know, I've been trying to get married. Why you keep playing me? <laughs> but he just got cut from his team. So we really ain't got nothing to talk about. God damn it, Stephanie. <laughs> Jesus. Damn it. Damn it. I thought we were doing better. No, no, we're getting worse. God fuck. You was you it I was about to agree with you and shit, and then you had to just fucking blow it. Anyways, um, so my weekend went as follows. So I was I was high key upset that opening day got postponed because it ruined all my plans. Cause you were gonna do open day and then head for the cabin. Yes. Uh, you just headed for the cabin. Yes. Yes. And you and Snell love being drunk for opening day. Yes. <laughs> so you see my frustration. <laughs> it robbed me of one of my favorite holidays. Fucking rain. And it wasn't like it was much better <laughs> the next day. It was still cold and shitty. And then traffic, for some reason, was god-awful. But other than that, you know, cabin was a cabin. Cabin was a good time. You know, good, clean, wholesome fun. And now we're here. So, um, any other little comments before we get to these topics here, beloved? No, I'm here. I'm present, sort of. I'm here. All right. So, this line of questioning that I'm having today, the topics that we're having, I want to give a shout out to my homie Devon, aka on Twitter, it's Picasso Can't Draw. Um, he 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 hit me. Like, hey, man, we you got to talk about, you know, certain things. His question was... Um, I wish y'all would email us some questions. Right, niggas. We, we need help. We, we, need, we need some some inspiration every now and then. Damn it. It's hard coming up with these topics every week. Um, but he emailed me. He, he hit me saying, like, you know, kind of how to go about if you get someone's number after you've been out kicking it. Like what do you te- like? What do you text? Do you text the day after stuff like that? And I kind of took it 
and created a whole like line of questioning about kind of just like you know the club you know kind of everything that goes along goes along with it uh, before during and after so that's kind of what we're talking about today um my first thing is buying drinks in the club not only for somebody you're trying to get on but just in general um i think we need to have a discussion on etiquette as far as first and foremost buying rounds of drinks in the club for you for you Baby and the homies come through you deserve rounds tonight r.i.p vine i wonder how that man's doing i wonder how 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 he's doing anyway um so first thing, buying route etiquette. So a lot of you niggas are terrible at this because a lot of you niggas, no one say broke or broke, are just extremely cheap. So first and foremost, generally the whole point of buying rounds is so that everyone. Did you just say niggas are cheap? That's how zoned out I was. Yes, niggas are cheap. Niggas, oh. niggas, niggas can be rich and cheap. Can I- Pause for a second. So I was in the, I was at Risconi's. This is when I decided I needed to stop drinking. I was at Risconi's. This guy who has been trying to hit on me for the longest on Snapchat, he sees me and he was like, hey, let me get you a drink. And I said, okay. So we walked to the bar together. He hands me his car. This other guy that I know was at the bar, right? I was avoiding him. I was trying really hard. There's a story. There's always a story. There's always a story with you. Anyways, I was trying to avoid this one. And the other one was behind me, and I had his cart, and I'm ordering my drink. The one next to me notices me, and he was like, hey, Steph, like, how are you? And I said, hey. And he was like, you know, you need me to buy your drink? Like, I got you or whatever. And I held up the other guy's cart, and I was like, no, I'm good. I got it. Tell me why this broke, cheap ass, never going to get a date out of me ass nigga behind me talking about some, no, nah, girl, put that away. He could both buy us a drink. <laughs> it's that's funny, though. Here's the thing, like, you, you, I mean, one thing that I, I have learned, um, and we've discussed over this past week in, in my various group chats and group me settings, is tact. And, you know, is tact being 100% honest. So you can, because truth be told, in my mind, I'd probably think the same way that nigga think, like, shit. I, let me save you. Let me save 10 bucks. Let me save 7 to 10 bucks. If, if, if he gonna get it, shit. But... There's always there's always a better way to say things. Um, um, shout out shout out Jade, not 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 R Jade, another Jade. Um, because we had kind of this back and forth conversation. Um, and so because like I didn't necessarily call I didn't necessarily, I didn't necessarily think tact was 100 percent honesty. I think it's tact. I think it's you know being able to say a certain shit to get people to do what you want to do in a, in a, in a, in, a, in a certain way. So tact in that case would be you know. That was untapped. It wasn't tact because he, he meant that. He, was, he, was, he, was, he I, sincerely meant for that nigga to buy me and him yeah, a drink. Yeah, but like, in a, like, I think I've told you this before, or you, or some of our, our female friends, like, girl, like, shit, get, see if you can get me a drink too, girl. <laughs> like, on some joking shit, like, go ahead, get you up, go ahead, see if you can finesse a nigga and get me a drink too. Like, on some, like, clearly joking shit. And if, and if a nigga got the tact and says it in a clearly joking way, shit. And he might just win. But if he says, like, oh, girl. No, that nigga was VV serious. And I was like, all right, nigga. (laughs) But I think. And don't you know he had the nerve to get on Snapchat the next day talking about some. So when am I going to see you? You aren't on Snapchat. That's when you'll see me. Oh, man. But going back to my original point, a lot of you niggas are cheap. It's okay. But sometimes you can't be cheap with your friends. And one of the ways a lot of you niggas are cheap with your friends is when it comes to buying rounds of drinks. So, ideally, you buy rounds of drinks to A, make sure everyone in the clique gets a drink faster, and B, to not confuse the bartender with uh, so many orders. With so many orders and cars and all types of shit. Or just order separately at different times. Like, don't do this. Don't be that. Oh, I feel the same way about being at a restaurant, though. Like, just split the bill. That's a little different. Well, I'll explain why I feel like that's a little different because, and we'll go into it. So buy around. So ideally, so if it says it's fine. Don't have broke friends. That's why. Go out, only go out with niggas that are okay with split the bill. You know what? We'll hold that thought. We'll double back to that. Hold that thought. 
But go, as far as buying rounds of drinks, right? Say it's me, you, and two of our friends. We can pick whatever two alcoholic friends we want in this area. So, so say I buy the first round of drinks. Okay, bap, cool. We're here. So then, in the proper etiquette, it goes down the line that everyone gets around. Because, again, just normal etiquette of, like, life. Everyone, if, everyone, if I bought the first round, someone else buys the second round. Just normal shit. A lot of you niggas will allow people to buy the rounds for you. But when it comes to your turn to buy the round, suddenly you get you get missing or suddenly, you know, you start acting food gay. Don't do that. Because, again, you knew how much money you were okay, comfortable spending when you got out of the house. So if you weren't okay with that, because you could have stopped the first nigga from buying the round. When he first bought the round, but no, because you're because you're a frugal, cheap ass nigga, you decide I'm gonna get these free drinks. But then when it when it come to you to get the round to you know to make yourself whole, that's a little bit of, a, a bit of a different story. So first and foremost, if you're not willing to buy the round, don't get accept the rounds from other people. Now going back to your point about splitting the check evenly, that's a little different because a it's at a dinner, not a, not a hectic-ass bar, like, you know, where people come in. It's at a dinner with a, a dedicated waiter or waitress to serve you. Secondly, in all of my experiences, if you let the waitress know or the waiter know ahead of time that, that, there's, that everyone's splitting the bill, they generally don't have an issue with it unless it's a fucking table of, like, 20-something people. They generally don't have an issue with it. And third, where it comes into table, because with drinks, generally the drink, the drinks end up evening out, evening out over the course of the round. If someone gets Hennessy and someone else gets Jack, you know, if you if everyone buys around the same time, you generally pay the same amount of money anyway. But if one motherfucker at the table orders an appetizer, three extra drinks, something like you know, just kind of balls out, and another motherfucker at the table gets a water and, and something simple in the menu, they shouldn't have to pay the same amount. <laughs> but that's also why I'm not I'm not a huge fan of birthday. Dinners. There's an American flag football league and Mike Vick and Chad, Chad oh, Johnson are in it. Yes. <laughs> but my opinion on birthday dinners and group dinners. They don't, oh, it's flag football. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but my opinion on Well, breaking news, NFL Network is to, going to televise 11 live AFFL games. And while we're on the subject of football, Jalen Ramsey got a whole girlfriend. <laughs> and he posted. First of all, I've only wanted to be Jalen Ramsey's friend because he looks like a wang dang doodle, and I still want to be his friend. The one that does upset me is Leonard Fournette. He also, too, posted his baby mama girlfriend to his Instagram story. She and that one tore into my spirit. Is a she water black? Couldn't tell. But his his like his daughter is just as dark as him, but his son is like on the lighter side, but not not like super light. Yeah, and then like full mix. So he, I think he might just have a light skinned black girl. Okay. Cause don't nobody love white women like Dean like a football football <laughs> player. You know, I wanted to talk about that, but I mean, we're on your subject, so we'll. I mean, we'll, what you want? You want we'll to round back? Round back. Me and my friends were having a discussion about how athletes, particularly football athletes, and their likeliness of dating white people once they become rich. But I was like, "There's got to be something to it," and I think it's like when you are. When you're black and you can receive not even white love, but white grace, you want to assimilate to that by all means. So you have a tendency to just date outside of your race because... I'm not black, I'm OJ. They love you in a way that you think black people don't. Here's my counter to that. And I think it starts in college, right? I think it starts before high school for a lot of them because a lot of them end up going to these like... These private schools that pay their tuition to go or they'll relocate their, relocate, quote unquote, their family to allow them into the school so they can get higher rank 
um, scholarships. I, yeah, I could get, go, go to, or that open enrollment shit. But up. I was thinking about, because I went to Mason. That's a hella white school, right? Yeah. Then black kids start going, like the black guys start going there. And like, if they play a sport, the way these white people love up on them. Listen, 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 you're, you're following me here. So I think, and again, this is only my opinion, that white women are trained from the very early age to spot out who can be the breadwinner and get them the most security. And if that is an athlete, even better. And they are taught from an early, early, early age to be to know how to like snare that motherfucker in like a bear trap. Snatch him it. Because in high school, like in and college especially, shit. I went to Miami University. That's of the opposite of HBCU. It's a VB white school. But there were women there who were who who openly stated that their goal was to find a husband, not necessarily get a degree, but to find a husband. And generally, they wanted they was they would look at either the athletes or they would look at the fucking whoever's in the. Pharma school of business or whoever's on the track to be a doctor or a lawyer or some shit like that. They were trained. Some women were trained to do that and were predominantly white. And because, look, you ain't seen persistence and you ain't seen finesse until you've seen the Jersey chaser. And I just honestly think. Y'all want to learn Jersey chasing? Mass is about to move up to Cleveland in about two seconds. Let them get OBJ in a trade. It's not gonna happen. Ain't, ain't, Sayonara, Cincinnati. I'm out. They're not getting. They're not getting. OBJ. I know they are, but um, if they did, except for one of them on there, one of the ones that the cute ones that just came. Oh, that was extremely loud. But one of the ones that just got got to that team. He actually. This is what sparked the conversation because I saw all that stuff about like all these recent Cleveland 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 Browns, the Browns players. And one of them got a white girlfriend, and then people like found all these old tweets of him. And he was like, "I'll never date, um, never date black women, and and Which my kids this? will be light skinned I don't know. I retweeted it, and I said, "Cancel my Browns." <laughs> yeah, Band we got we, we to figure out which player this is, man. Just off the of strength, so I can know not to draft him in fantasy. Um, but yeah, I think honestly, it comes from like the fact that a lot of these black athletes. Are are prey, but not the predator, but the prey. And 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 when a woman, especially a white woman, wants something, she, they will they will go they get can it. Go after they it. They will go get it, and then they will make you think. It's, they will make you think it's your. It idea. was your idea. I'm about to ask one of them to give me lessons. They not gonna give you lessons though. Yeah, they will. I'm gonna find one. You gonna find you gonna find one that already got hers, so you can get you can go ahead and get yours. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So there's that. Um, I don't even want like one of the football players that gets all the attention. I want one like that. He got like nine thousand followers at most. <laughs> because uh, never mind. I ain't go. No, don't air me out. No. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're okay. gonna. We we like to be spicy, not messy on this here program. Um. So, but yeah, kind of going back to that original point. Um. Don't you know? If it was with your friends, don't be cheap. Now, my opinion on buying drinks for women in a club is that you shouldn't do it as the icebreaker. Like, buying drinks for a woman that you've never seen before is a very low percentage chance of her getting to actually talk to you. Now... Don't take his advice. Buy me drinks in the shut club. Shut the fuck up. Um, because I feel like she'll take that drink, turn around, and then you still won't talk to your dumbass. And now you do just sit there looking like, ugh. So, and never, very rarely in the history of, of niggadom has a woman not wanted to fuck with a nigga. He bought a drink and now she was like, hmm, I'll give him a shot. That fucking never happens. So, niggas, save your money. Save your money and actually talk to these people, talk to these women like human beings first. And then if you have a conversation that, or some type of vibe, then you can go ahead and buy her a drink. Because you've already... She's already shown that she's at least interested enough to talk to you. And then you and then you go then you go from there. A lot of you, a lot of you niggas 
just buy the drink or just offer up the wallet and then get mad when she take the money and run because you didn't actually try to talk to her. Hey, sure, let me buy you a drink. Like, you don't even know Shorty's name, but you do you willing to buy her a drink? Like, what? that don't make no sense in my world. Now, of course, in your world, that makes perfect sense because we're on two different sides of, of, of a spectrum here. Boy, after a Friday night, I'll be getting hella texts from numbers I don't know. And I'm like, who is this? I will give my number away for a drink and go about my business. Will. That's so bad. It's not, don't awe me, first of all. It's just more so it's like, nigga, like, I'm, I'm being considered your time, nigga. Why, why would you do that? Like, you're not going to. You don't even know who these niggas are. They're just fucking a collection of nine numbers in your phone. God damn. Oh, I wish we had video. One of these days we're going to get video. So, so, because I want you to understand that Steph just showed me a, a little peek of her phone and the message logs and ain't a single number in the, the <laughs> shit that she showed me. It's saved. the unknown senders. I purposely separate them. Mm-hmm. Bro, she got a whole just a... Brr, 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 Bow, uh, it isn't nine, even that many. It's uh-huh. not even the that many. iPhone 10 about big as fuck. You don't even need whole, to scroll like that. About fill it up quick as hell. But my point is, it's like, that's not that's not being efficient at your time either. <laughs> like when you, You're not wasting my time. I got a drink and I went about my business. But, Usually it's like, it's while you're ordering a drink, they'll be like, let me get you another one. Like, again, that's awesome. Also, this double backs too. I'm, I'm, I'm almost always afraid to not give a man my number because I don't know how he's he's going to react. It's easier for me to take the number and keep moving. That's a number. That's another. That's another. We've had that discussion. We've had that discussion. Um, but I just I feel like people shouldn't buy drinks unless there's conversation unless you at least have some sort of conversation with a shorty. And then once you have a conversation, you're kind of taking up her time, so to speak. Then you get a drink to continue the conversation. My uh, another thing is meet, meeting women for the first time in crowded ass clubs is a low percentage shot. If we keep it in a hundred, meeting what? Meeting women for the first time at a loud ass club is a low percentage shot. If we keep it in a hundred, because it's a loud ass music, and if and if a club's popping, it's packed as hell. Niggas can't really move, and and so you try and and if the bar is probably taking forever because you know they got three bartenders and thirty niggas wanting drinks. It just doesn't seem like the ideal way to like, hey, I want to get to know you for a minute. That, just to me. Just to me. But also, and I know how you feel about niggas buying your friends drinks. Um, That's not a requirement, I, no, but I, it is charming when they do. I, eh, char- I, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's, it, it, you get extra brownie points, but, it's, it, but are you a nigga that cares about extra brownie points or <laughs> with somebody that you just barely met? Do I care about extra brownie points? I'm not about the nigga who, who, who's going to buy you and your homegirl and your no, other homegirl drink. Tr- no, niggas, most niggas who will buy multiple... If it's a first time a nigga ever meeting a woman and then he buys multiple drinks, nine times out of ten, he's not trying to impress you. He's just trying to figure out which one will go. Which is it the most? It's kind of smart. It is smart. I got a free drink. It's not going to be me. Good luck with one of my homegirls. Niggas, if you see stuff, just don't buy a drink. Don't do that, because then I'm going to have to talk about you. <laughs> and tell, tell my friends when you got a girlfriend or a wife, even though you were in her messages. Again. And got married the next day. Don't Please be don't mess- cheat with any of my friends. I will know, and I will tell them. All right, next topic. Because <laughs> <laughs> you was teetering and on, on some fuckery, and I, I just can't, I can't, I can't, I can't endorse that. Y'all just be cheating on here, stupid. Who was he? Who was he, y'all? Y'all nigga. Listen, I ain't got a girl, so I can't cheat on nobody. Smart. <laughs> That's how. Listen. That's you know. I wish more people would take that lovely advice. I don't have a significant other, so, so I can't who am I? Who am I cheating on? I hey. say y'all niggas. That's not necessarily you. I'm just. I'm speaking for me. I'm speaking for, and I'm speaking for the niggas who, who stay out of relationships. So they. So they. So they don't. Most of y'all don't stay out of relationships. Oh my god! You know what we should really be talking about? Did you see that series of tweets where the girl was like, you know, 
she heard that quote and was talking about uh, most niggas don't marry for love; they oh, marry that, yeah. for convenience, basically, or they marry they, 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 they the marry whoever's they the most, there. The woman that they love the most is rarely the woman that they marry. That they actually marry. They well, I mean, they they marry somebody they love, but it's not the person woman, that they, they love, love the most. most. They just marry whoever's fucking there at the time. Being a cis hetero man just sounds miserable. That's that's half true, half not true. I mean, mind you, I've never been married, so I can't speak on that. But it's shit. Everything is circumstantial in general. So it's one of those things where, like, you could love somebody, but not, but they can't, they may not be good for you, or you may not be good for them. Like, that's a perfectly reasonable line of expectation. You know what I'm saying? And and in those things were like. Hell, oftentimes the person that you love the hardest and love the most is probably not a healthy relationship. It's probably like some toxicity, some fuckery, some bullshit in there that has like Jedi mind tricked you to think that, oh, we 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 done been through the mud. We we've been through everything. Like, I really fuck like, no. <laughs> so like the phrasing, you know, sounds real depressing, but in reality, it, it, sometimes it happens like that. Like the woman that you love the hardest. Ain't good for you. And that the woman that, that you love which is also good for you is probably the one you marry. And that you're also good for them. It's all a timing thing. So, you know, take that for what it is. It's not, you know, this hugely depressing. Like, I saw the, I saw the tweets. I saw that shit. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's depressing. And it, I'm not going to hold was, sympathy for you because at some point you have to make a choice, right? But, I mean... <laughs> Like one girl I saw and she said, I, I saw these series of, of tweets and these men responding and they're sending these private DMs to her. And it's all along the same basis yeah. of like, I'm not, I didn't marry the person I love the most. And it's like, um, basically the, the women were upset. They were saying, damn, like I've been in relationships with somebody and they just wasted my time. See, and, and we, I think I've talked, I think I've touched on this before. <laughs> I think I've touched on it the last time me and you were in, a, in the studio together. Like, let's let's look at this logically here. And unless you end up in a marriage that doesn't go into divorce, eventually what you and whoever you're with is going to break up, right? Unless unless you get married and y'all stay together forever, eventually it's going to end. And the stats show the health. There's a 50% divorce rate um, in America. So out of the relationships that make it to marriage, 50% of those don't work out. And that's not counting all of the, the relationships, the situationships, the engagements, or whatever that don't make it to that point. So truth be told, it's probably going to end at some point. So if 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 you have a one in a lifetime's chance of making it work, or twice in a lifetime, if like you're you become a widow, you can't look at oh that person wasting my time if it doesn't end in marriage or if it you know. I used to think that way when I was twenty one and I got dumped by somebody I thought was the love of my life. And guess what? We're friends now. Like just because it doesn't end in marriage doesn't mean, mean that it was a waste. waste of time. It was just what it was for the time being, and, it, and it's only a waste if you don't learn something from it to be able to apply to your life in any other relationships that you get after that. And generally, we learn something from what we go through with every person, so it's not a waste. Is it shitty if you you know you fall out of love with somebody that you thought you was going to marry? Of course it is. No one telling no one's telling you it's not shitty. But your time wasn't wasted if you learned something from it. Just my opinion. All right. So we took a hard-ass left. Okay. Um, going back to the original topics that we <laughs> the original topics that we had. Um, so we talked about buying drinks in the club and all that. Um, I'm gonna ask you, why do you think that the club scene has gotten old? You can speak on locally or just in general, why do you think the club scene has gotten old? And is there any way that you can, that it can be fixed? I think in Cincinnati is because everybody fucking knows everybody. I told you all my day in life here died. I got no reason to be at the club. Who am I meet that I haven't met already? And I, and I, I think, okay, so to answer that. Now, Cincinnati 
is a big, small city, right? But it's small. People, the way people move in the city makes it smaller than what it should be. Because there's a ton of young professionals that come into the city every year because of all of the corporate hubs that we have in Cincinnati. PG, Kroger, GE, even though GE is going through some things right now. Um, all the different marketing agencies that we have in the city. Like, all of these different p- things that we have in the city. Young professionals. Well, when y'all move here, just let me know so I can come me, back out. Let me sh- shut the fuck up for a minute. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me finish before you, before you become petty. It, it, but Cincinnati is also extremely clicky. Would you agree? Yeah, most people, like, you go to have a conversation with them, and they'll be like, oh, like, like a couple of them. They'll be like, oh, yeah, we've known each other since we were five. And then, like, if you're a transplant here, it's hard to make fans because people just be looking at you like. Who the fuck are you? So what high school did you go to? Oh, I'm not from here. Oh. Mm, okay. And so, <laughs> you're just and, like, and so, and so kind of, kind of continuing on my point on that, if you want to expand your options or expand the dating pool, you have to become less clicky. You have to, for the transplants that move into the city, you have to welcome them with open arms. It's like you would want to be welcomed if you moved to another city. Secondly, you have to expand your horizons as far as the type of events that you do. Now, I'm cool with a lot of the party promoters of the city, so this is no shot, this is no shot to them. But you, you're not going to meet the same type of people if you go to Art After Dark at the Art Museum versus if you go to a party at Rosconi's on Friday night. Wait, where is Art After Dark? Because my homeboy was talking about it, and y'all know I've been off the scene for a month. Your a, girl's ready. A whole, a whole month. Um, Art After Dark is at the Art Museum over in, over in Eden Park. It's on Fridays, right? Final Fridays. Final Fridays. Yeah. So I have to wait till the end of this month to go. Right. I'm going to be in that bitch. Um, but, like, you you know, if you expand the horizons of what you want to do or what you feel comfortable doing, you'll meet different people. And oftentimes in our culture, we dismiss some shit by saying, oh, that sounds like some white shit. Or, I, you know, I don't really think I'm going to fuck with that. But be mad at the same time when you run into the same motherfuckers at every event. You can't have it both ways. Yeah, you either have to expand your horizons, step out of your comfort zone in 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 events and like also people that you don't necessarily know, or don't get or stop complaining about seeing the same motherfuckers at every at every party and every event. It's really that simple. Um, and so also for me, you know, I've stopped trying to make something out of nothing because it used to be shit. Twenty seventeen me. Oh, Friday night. I was doing something because I was bored at the house. I was bored. I was doing something. Whether it was something to do or not, we were going to try to figure some shit out. Not anymore. It's like, you know what? I'm not feeling it. I'm going to go watch Netflix. I'm going to go play 2K. I'm going to go put in, you know, pull up the fire stick real quick and be okay with that instead of having a fear of missing out on something. Um, how to fix the club scene, I think. It's the, I think the party promoters, again, I'm friends with most of them. Or at least, like, cordial enough to, that we dab each other up, we recognize each other. I think the party promoters have That's to... That's what I forgot to buy. What did you forget to buy? My natural deodorant. I'm so sleepy right now, guys. I can't, like, I can't lie to you. I'm exhausted. Working is, like, it's taking me out of... But it's better than being a broke motherfucker, right? I know, and I'm not broke no more, but... You girl tired too. All right, so back to my point that you that you that you that you kind of almost put me off on. Our party promoters, we have to make we have to be more creative in the in the shit that we do. Or go go to different go to different bars, go to different you know places in the city, do different shit, have different themes. You know, bring back bring back themes. Of shit. I will say though, the last couple of times that I went out, it was a bunch of people I've never seen. And what was the last tub company went out? Um, St. Patrick's Day, and then I caught like the tail end of opening day. And my so holidays, pretty much like opening day is a holiday in Cincinnati. That's probably why I've never seen them before. Right. But in general, I feel like, like for example, shout out, shout out to HD for his trap bingo shit, right? 
something new, something new, something different, right? You know, I, we could talk about how come just throwing the word trap in front of some shit is the 2018 marketing strategy, but that's a different story. But something new, something different, something that, like, I ain't seen a lot of motherfuckers do. You know what I'm saying? I missed the first one because I was out of town. But, like, that sounds like some shit I'll be interested in going to and that people who may be tired of a normal club scene will be interested in going to. Niggas got niggas to, gotta, you know, think outside the box a little bit. Also, personal thing. Niggas charging covers in Cincinnati got to really reevaluate what, why are you charging me a cover and what am I getting out of it? And I say this as a man because niggas love being like $10, $15, $20. And I like, I'm, I'm a big on a return on investment kind of guy. What the fuck am I getting out of it for, for $20? Especially if I'm going to see the same motherfuckers at Tina's for free. What are we doing here? Perverted passion. My sexual hangups ruined my Focus. marriage. <laughs> what this is you? from like a 1970s black publication that's probably out of, I mean, nobody's ever heard of Jive Mag. But I do, I would love to, to unload this article, Perverted Passions, My Sexual Hangups Ruined My Marriage. Honestly, girl, I feel you. Who Do we know even if a girl even wrote it? Or is it that just one of the articles that she just like, the jive cover of the week? Honestly, girl, I feel you. But anyway, just kind of, I mean, that's just my opinion on it. I think niggas just need to do different shit, switch up, be mindful of like, are you really charging cover? <laughs> um, and, and for the, but people in the city who complain. Start putting your own events together. Facts. Like, 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 what uh, w- w- was person that we know was, was like not feeling it. Instead of complaining, he, he, he did some shit about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, who he, do we know? Steven. <laughs> he was like, I, I, he was like, I wasn't having fun in the city. So instead of complaining, I'm, I decided to make my own fun in the city. That's, that's what he told me. So that's just my thing. Any other thoughts on that before we move on? No. Nope. Trying to keep you engaged. Because you you out here like a real sleepy. It's the allergy medicine, I think. Then you gotta take the non drowsy, beloved. You gotta take the non drowsy. No, it's not drowsy. I'm just I'm tired. That job. I'm tired. It's draining working with people again. I forget how much people drain me. Surprise, motherfucker. Um. All right. So this next question. Is what is what my boy Devon c- kind of hit me up with. I'm a, I'm gonna pass it to you. He was like, and this, you're an expert at this because you know, hey, unsaved numbers. Um, Mind your business. He says so. Getting he's like so. If you get someone's number out, you know, after you kick it or whatever, you know, out, at the club or something like that, do you text the day after? And if you do, what do you say? I think I would probably answer most of these unsaved numbers in my phone if it was like, so when can I take you out? That's where I am in life. Like, hey, how are you? Let me add this. No, I'm good. Like, text me and I have a conversation. I'm busy. I don't even like texting. What a waste. Just text me and ask me to ask me to do something. Like, okay, take for instance, this guy. So a couple of weeks, whew, that was the story. So a couple of weeks ago, we went after the um the Kappa ball, the black the black and white joint, right? Yeah, we went to Rebel to catch the like end of Steven's party. You were there, and this guy who had been following me on Snapchat. I didn't, I, just, I don't see who follows me. I just be snapping and going about my business and just hope somebody answers me when I ask for a cash app. Because, never mind, continue. Which he brought that up. He said, niggas really say money. I said, well, depending on the day, I might get lucky. Um. Anyways, he's been following me on Snapchat for a while. This other guy that I thought was my friend, but he started yelling at me because he said, I give all my time to bum niggas and I won't give him a chance. And I was like, okay, but I don't like you, so I don't have to give you a chance. You're supposed to be my friend. Anyways, he was berating me. Is that the word, berate? To berate someone? Yeah. He was berating me in the club. On a, on official review, correct. Thank you. He was berating me and, like, in my face yelling at me. And then, of course, he was drunk because I don't love him. 
whatever. He said he was in love with me. So this guy actually stepped in and he was being super. I'm giving too much backstory. Anyways, we talked for the rest of the night. We He left out when I left out. It, the event wasn't over, but blah, blah, blah. Just to be nice, walked me to my car and he said, let's get brunch tomorrow. Bet. You're like a bitch loves brunch. But thank God we didn't get brunch the next day because I was hungover until three. Yeah, the whole no drinking thing is out the window, but I only drink on the weekends now. You know what we call that? Actually, I only oh. drink one one night out of the weekend. I'm getting really good. But I do excessively drink on that one night, but it's fine. Growth. Baby, baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> um, anyways, we didn't get brunch, but he took me to dinner and we've been talking ever since. Action. I'm I'm 25. I need a more action behind your words. I need your words to lead with action, if that makes sense. Just like I feel you. I from my point of view. Yes, for some action involved, but again, and I'm about return on investment at this point in my life, right? I gotta th- Sorry. <laughs> like, if I meet you, if I, if I get your number on the club or whatever, I ideally want to want to have at least a little bit of a conversation so I can find out if I fuck with you enough to pay to find out if you fuck with me too, if it makes sense. Like, it's like a, so if I get, so bam, I get your number after the club. I generally, I generally choose to text, like, just, hey, this is Calvin, um, like, you know, when I get home or immediately just so she, that person at least has, like, my number and my name in the phone. So when I choose to text them again, blah, 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 blah. In fact, again, in 2018, I just tell the woman to take my number for most part of it. Because, again, if she wants to text me afterwards, she'll text me instead of me feeling like I'm, like, intruding on a person's personal belief. A person's personal space, just me. But if I, if if she gives me my, if she gives me her number, I t- I generally text her, "Hey, it's Calvin," and you know, so she has it, and then go about my go about the rest of my night. Then next morning, I'm just you know, or I'm like, "Hey, did you make a home safe?" or something like that. You know, then from there, ideally, you want to have a little bit of a conversation, just to kind of like see how this person is. Like, if are we a decent enough human being? that I would want to, like, go to brunch with him or, like, go grab coffee or, like, grab a drink if it's a Friday night, grab a drink on Saturday night. Something like that. Because there's a lot of... Man, I got... There's a lot of numbers that have been, are in my phone or unsaved numbers that were flirting crazy, but then was like, I have a boyfriend, like, when I texted them the next day. And I'm, I'm just like, man, why are we here? <laughs> like, why are we here? But... That's kind of my thought process. It's like, hey, I at least want to have an initial conversation. You know, maybe we, we, we exchange Instagrams or whatever so I can make sure, you know, make sure you look like how I remember. Because if I got your number <coughs> at the club, I might I might have been a little drunk. <laughs> make sure you look how I remember you look. And then once we have that little back and forth, and it's not going to be a whole long-ass conversation, whole couple weeks of conversation, just a little conversation back and forth, then we can start scheduling something up. That's just me. I feel you. But um, honestly, I, the last time shit, what's up? Oh, I do remember the last time I got a number in the club. All right, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna incriminate myself. Um, but any other thoughts on that before we head to the next one, next topic? Mm-mm. Okay. Next topic. Um, in a relationship, do you go out to the club with with your significant other? Why or why not? Why are you asking me this? In a, in your situationships, whatever the fuck, you, I for, I be forgetting that you don't believe in relationships. I no, take that back. <laughs> I believe in relationships. I just ain't in a fucking relationship. Don't start with me. Listen, I still owe you, I still owe you for two weeks ago. I forget you. Look, I ain't that's my you. new favorite meme. You look, I ain't cuss you out. I, I for sure owe you still. I don't understand why. You, let me go tweet it again. Girl, I find that. Don't make me. Don't make me report you as spam. Calvin. 
<laughs> Don't make me report you a spam. That's crazy that you would do that to your own co-host. Anyways. It'd be your um, own niggas. Yes. Have I ever gone to the club with a date? Yes. How was that? Fine. Hmm. Like, was it like the first date or was oh it like a... God. Was it like a first date or was it like just like y'all have been dating for a minute and y'all decided to meet at the club? I'm asking because this is, this is interesting to me. Never on a first date. I wouldn't take a guy seriously if our first date was to the club. This is, I'm asking, there's a reason I'm asking these questions. Because like for me. No, it's been like, like one time we went after dinner and my friends were at the club. They said me is so went and he just bought them rounds of drinks and him and I went home. Okay. Then one time I was visiting, every time I used to visit my ex out in Los Angeles, we would go to the club at least once. And then maybe there, I think Los, Los Angeles is different because it's Los Angeles. But yeah, and if then you, if that you fly, one nigga, like we were always at the club together. Touche. Um, I think, I think I generally don't. I generally don't go to, to the club with somebody. I may meet them there, but generally not pull up. I never, I never pull up together. Um. I don't know why. It's just one of those things where it's like, again, when I was in a relationship, shit, we generally didn't pull up. We generally, we generally didn't club together. Um, just because it was, I don't know, it was like, for me going out in the club with you doesn't, you know, together, spend drinks, just to go back with you. Seems like we could have just skipped all the going out and just got drunk in the crib. <laughs> Personally, um, would I do it? I mean, it depends. I mean, obviously, there's certain, for a certain type of women, women who like to dance, who like to kick it, women who don't like to go out. If you got a woman who who, like, who likes to go out and that's your girl, you're gonna have to go out with her at least at least every now and then. Now, on some like this is what she finds fun, and if you're in a relationship, you want to do some shit that she finds fun too. Um, I just think going to the club with your girl, the risk reward. Is all is mostly risk, very little reward. Because if you go to the club with your girl, and then some niggas, if some niggas like disrespectful, disrespectful to your girl, or some nigga tries to dance with her, now you gotta be on, now you gotta be on high alert. Like I just remember with myself when I was at the club with my shorty, I di- I didn't really have fun because I was like always on high alert of like her, like making sure she's good, making sure her people are good, making sure. Ain't no one trying her type shit. Like it, it kind of. And when if I'm going out, I'm gonna be able to go out and have fun for the most part. And when I was in that relationship, going out to the club with her or kick wasn't fun because it felt like I needed to be like uh, this. Maybe hope a protector, you know, like to make sure she's good because that's like that's me type shit. So I generally would avoid it personally, but it happens. Um. Do women go on dummy missions? Define dummy mission. So a dummy mission in my definition. Oh, I've been on one. I drove to Louisville for Dick and came back the same night. Okay. And never talked to him again. You drove to Louisville for a one night stand? No, I knew him before, so it wasn't like a one night stand. I didn't know if we were going to have sex, but I went down there, we had sex, and then I drove home, and then I stopped talking to him. Damn, sex was that bad? Damn. No. It wasn't even. He's going to the NFL. I don't have time. <laughs> Fair point. Um, shit. Because I know niggas will do a whole bunch of dummy missions for some pussy. What is my life? At least, I mean, the first step of fixing your problem is admitting. Do we have a problem or are we just existing in fun? Don't come with that fucking space girl sister shit on me right now, my nigga. But we're just existing and we're just like, you know, we're just vibing and don't do that. <laughs> Anyways, niggas got to stop letting pussy control their, remo- their moves so much, in, in my opinion. Because niggas, myself included, have done a lot of dummy missions for the chance as a pussy. It's ridiculous. Um, shit. How, what's, the furthest, what's the furthest I've driven solely for pussy? 
like, I think the furthest I've driven solely for pussy has been like an hour. It was like a, it was like a, like a Cincinnati to a Dayton type of situation. That was the furthest I've driven solely, solely for sex. Or like niggas will like just rearrange their entire schedule for some pussy. Like try to fit it in. <laughs> like, like another time I remember I was going to link up with the homies. That homies, homies were kicking it in Mason. The girl at the time I was that, I would, that, that invited me over was in like Hamilton. And I, for some reason, well, I, yeah, not some reason, I still lived at home. I was in Middletown. And so the original plan was to go from Middletown to Mason. Instead, because it's a pussy, niggas go from Middletown to Hamilton to Mason. And put it like this. Hamilton to Mason is what, like 30 minutes away? From like mm, Ham- From here? Hamilton to Mason. 30 minutes? Depending on what part of Hamilton you're going to, but yeah. And then Middletown to Hamilton is about 20, 25. So niggas added, you know, 25 extra minutes for some pussy. Like, more of a story, because the last W mission I went on was a dude. So story time. Story time with Calvin. This is the last W mission I went on. So again, met a chick at the club. Shorty came on me. Like, Shorty kind of pulled up on me like, hey, what's good? And, you know, I'm a man. So I'm like, whenever a Shorty pulls up on you, she, most times she gets a little bit of more attractive because she got the balls to pull up on you. Um, so we kick it, you know, kick it for up a night. It was like a Thursday night type shit. Um, and then she, she turns around, she, she looks at me, she was like, so, so what you about to do? And me, I'm like, shit, I'm like, so what you want? So what you want? She was like, can we go back to your spot? I'm like, cool, bet. Whatever. I'm drunk at this point, so I'm in the mindset for a one-night stand because, again, drunk. <laughs> Sober me, not here for one-night stands. Drunk me, yeah, a little different story. So I'm like, all right, cool. So then we exchange numbers. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm about to go home. Text me when you get to your crib. She has, she has a friend with her, and the friend is very important in the scenario. There's a friend with her. She's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to drop my friend off, and then I'm you know, going to drop my friend off at her car, and we're going to, you know, I'm going to pull up on you. So I'm like, all right, cool, bet. Go home. Start clean, you know. Start doing that that little that little hurry up clean shit when you got some when you got a woman coming over, you know, putting making sure that the clothes are you know put away that you know everything smells right that your house doesn't look like a total ass mess. Niggas know what I'm talking about. So then I get a call. Mind you, all of this is going on after the club, so this is like two a.m. and later. Get a call like, so do you have, do you have a friend for my homegirl? I was like. I thought your home, in my mind, I'm like, I thought your homegirl was leaving. <laughs> what? We didn't discuss me having another person for your homegirl. <laughs> we didn't discuss this. But again, at this point, I've already committed. I'm going I'm 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 to I'm I'm get some pussy tonight. So I'm like, all right, cool. Fuck it. So I call, I call one of the homies. I'm like, who lives 15 minutes away from me? Like, hey, I need you to pull up on me. This girl has a friend. I need you to entertain a friend. Cool. Nigga Cope, he pulls up. You know, he's calling me, she's calling me, all this different type of shit. Again, all for some pussy. Like, the fact that I did this, I'm disappointed in myself looking back on it. But, you know, you live and you learn. So then, he finally pulls up. And then, all this time, Shorty's like, you know, make sure you have a friend. Is your friend here on the way? I'm giving updates. So if my friend's finally pulled up on me, I call Shorty. Or I text Shorty, like, hey, my friend just pulled up. She's like... I'm at home. Excuse me? <laughs> what do you mean you're at home? <laughs> when you are more of a one who set this whole play in motion for me to bring my friend to my house for your homegirl, now you at home? What the hell's wrong with you? But again, you drunk now. You've already committed to this idea. You're already up. Then she hits me with them. I didn't say you couldn't come over to my house, though. So. so I'm like, where would I even be going? Like, at this point, you're fed up. You're frustrated. Like, where would I even be going? She sends the address. It's that awkward-ass distance that's not close, but it's not far. It's like 15 minutes away. It's like just far enough to make you think about driving there, but it's just close enough that you think you could. And mind you, I'm drunk. So, I talk with my homie. 
And my homie, God, God bless him, he's like, well, shit, you might as well go at this point. You already done committed to it. You already done committed to doing all this stuff. You might as well go. So I pull up. I pull up. She, she, you know, call her the entire time because I told her, I was like, if I pull up, you're not going to fall asleep on me. Because mind you, at this point, it's three o'clock in the fucking morning. It's a Thursday. Niggas got work in the morning. So pull up, get there. She, you know, it's, it, it was a winter. It's a winter time. So she, claimed, she complains about me being cold like it's not cold outside. And so I'm like, well, shit, it's 35 degrees outside. Of course I'm cold. You stupid motherfucker. <laughs> but so I get there, get lined to bed. And then after all that, she falls asleep. And, and you just sitting there with the, the dumbass face. And after that moment, that was, that was a turning point for me for dummy missions. Because it's like, you did all of that. Brought your homie into it. Drove 15 minutes out the way on a Thursday. Just to sleep next to this chick who's snoring. What are you doing with your life? End story. Hey, hey now. <laughs> but, at, man, listen, I'm still frustrated about that. You know how you tell a story and you get re-mad? <laughs> Stupid. Um, but, yeah, moral of the story can't really... You gotta moral of the story, Kane's is nasty and they chicken soggy. What? I just had to put that out there. Kane's is overrated, though. Thank you. It's cool. But Popeyes is ten times better. Um, but yeah, so you gotta we gotta put an end to dummy missions. What's your what's your topic? I know you got a topic that you're gonna talk about. Oh yeah, you I know you got something. I don't even want to talk about the Fab and Emily thing. Mm, nah, I don't really want to talk about it either. I don't. That nigga beat her. Have fun in jail. The end. And some okay. One thing I will say, I understand. Like for this, I understand. Like if it's your friend or your idol or your, or someone that you're close with that you want to speak out in their defense because you don't you 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 haven't seen that side of that person. But sometimes you just gotta shut the fuck up. Like nigga, like like the gang, for instance. I know I know Fab's your homie. We just got shut the fuck he up. He said something. You know what? I don't even want to know. Didn't see it. Didn't happen. People just I don't even support him, but I don't know. No, I don't want to talk about it, but it was triggering because I very openly talked about experiencing abuse in my life, and when people come in defense of abusers, all that does is trigger me as far as people who came in defense of my abusers in my life, and niggas really do do that. They don't think that it's capable of this has been my nigga. He had never do, did it. Yes, your nigga did. This is, I don't, because I understand, I obviously understand where you come from. But there's a cognitive dissonance sometimes with people that we're close to. We only see, we see the good side. You we don't give see the, the benefit of the doubt at all times. I don't, I don't care who you are. You're just as capable of doing some fuck shit as the next person. Just don't. But you know, easier said than done for some, I guess. I don't know. I just, I, I know, I just, for, I've, I've learned that for me, whenever be safe come come up, I just don't speak on it because I don't want, I don't want. Stay smart, my friend. I don't want, I don't want my comments to be misconstrued as one of thing ever. You know, the courts are gonna, the courts are, are eventually, you know, eventually gonna handle it. However, the courts handle it, um, and it's gonna, it's gonna play out. However, the courts gonna let it play out, and until then, everybody. Saying everybody coming up with their different theories and coming up with their different analyzations of whatever the fuck's going on. Don't we're, we're moving off of we're moving off of alleged information. I prefer to shut the fuck up until I get facts. That's 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 and that's how I move in a lot of situations. It's like I'm gonna shut the fuck up until I get facts. <laughs> I wish more niggas would. I wish more people would shut the fuck up until they got facts. Anything else you want to talk about? Because I know we, we really didn't. We we I don't want to touch on that anymore. Because that's that's. Eh. Hold on, let me. <clears throat> I feel like I've saved some things. Bookmarks. 
Those are cute. Oh, man. Uh, Should go back and read that. Why is it 32 degrees in April? Fucking Ohio. They're trying to kill me. The reason why men marry some women and not others. Because the nigga just chose somebody over you. (laughs) Man, okay. With that. People got to stop trying to explain why people choose people. Like... What? Twitter was having the discussion, I think it was yesterday, but um, I came across this sweet ladies, whether you like to admit it or not, for a lot of you, a man who displays vulnerability is seen as unattractive and weak. This is why so many men harbor their emotions and ball it all up rather than, actually, I don't want to talk about that. Y'all have fun. <laughs> why, why not? Why do you want to talk about that one? I don't mind a person being vulnerable. I just know the opposite of not knowing a lot of men who are vulnerable or the circumstances in which somebody has been vulnerable with me has not been in the means of the, me dating them. It's typically afterwards when we develop a relationship, I mean, but a what? friendship, then they're vulnerable with me. And it's like, nigga, if, you, if this was you while we were dating, but then also I'm that new meme, like, have you seen it going around the girl petting the sharks? And she said, me. And the sharks said niggas that are men that need therapy. That is my dating life. I think, I mean, I think we talked, we touched on this a little bit, but it's like niggas, vulnerability is often, is often confused with like being soft. Um, and, and, and. Nope, I forgot nothing. And I think with just vulnerability in general, again, with people we're in a relationship with, we always want to put our best foot forward. Vulnerability is, is not by definition being vulnerable and vulnerability is not putting your best foot forward. It's 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 putting your worst foot forward and showing it to the world. Um like and just and just hoping people don't crucify you for it. So oftentimes when we're in places when when we're in relationships where we got shit to lose, like our girlfriend, I'm not going to I'm uh, if I feel like me showing something is going to make me lose my check. I'm not going to do it. Like, <laughs> just, it just ain't going to happen. Um, and sometimes that's just how the mindset is. It's like, especially, you know, if you're supposed to be the protector, the provider, whatever the case may be, you don't want your, you don't want your leader looking like he's weak. You don't want the protector to look like, he, like if your bodyguard gets slumped, you be like, what the fuck? Your entire your entire shit is for you to protect me, and you out here getting knocked the fuck out. Some men look at being vulnerable like that. Like I'm supposed to allow you to be vulnerable, right? I'm supposed to allow the woman in my life to be vulnerable to lay her to lay all of her burdens down on me to be able to feel like she can be comfortable with me in any way, shape, or form. So I'm supposed to be I'm supposed to be able to provide that safe house, that safe space for her. But if I got my own leaks in the roof. You're not going to feel safe. And if you find out those leaks in the roof, you're not going to feel safe. So instead of me showing you, hey, I got some leaks going on. I got some shit. I got some shit I need to fix. We just patch that shit up as long as we can because we want to look strong for, to allow you to be able to trust in us. Is it right? Of course not. But that's the reality of the situation. And we're slowly but surely are trying to work on that as a, as a culture as a society, to allow people to admit, hey, I got a crack in my roof. Hey, I'm not all right. Hey, I'm not all there. Hey, I'm working on some shit. Hey, I'm struggling right now. If for it to be okay. But that's my opinion. We, you, we really got to work on your allergies, beloved. Your allergies is, your allergies is hoeing the fuck It'll out be of done you. in like, um, so this is like phase one. I use oh, so phases. yeah. Like every time the weather changes over, I get it's not sick, it's allergies, but it it is like it seems like cold. It's not cold. I'm just used to it at this point. This is phase one. My voice goes in and out. Phase two, around this time, my eyes get so itchy. But that's phase two doesn't happen till May. So in May I'll be like I'll be miserable. 
So I'm just gonna <laughs> stay oh just stay the fuck around from you in, in May. Is that what you're telling me? Come close to me. Um, do, 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 do. But no, nah, I mean we had it we, we had it we had to get back at it like a crack at it. Um do, do, again. Follow us on Twitter at SYS Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Shoot Your Shot Pod. Um, you know, if you if, if niggas still use a Facebook, you know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but then, okay, but if you're not going to use Facebook, go ahead and delete Instagram too. They're the same company. Shh, you're telling people. <laughs> um, and as always, um, communicate us with the Shoot Your Shot Pod hashtag. And legitimately, we asking you we to send us topics, send us shit that you want to talk about. Because again, this podcast, we want to make sure we providing relevant information and relevant content for y'all motherfuckers. What we really need is for you guys to rate and rate uh, and review on iTunes. on iTunes. Tell a friend to tell a friend, you know, about the podcast. And you know, that's pretty much it. So, unless you got any parting words, you got any parting words, any final thoughts? Summer's coming up. Hunk the horn on them, Greg, and be the best hell you can be. Your summer is coming up. Um, you got- I'm not hoeing this summer. I keep telling my friends I'm going to pop up with a boyfriend. They keep laughing at me, but I'm going to be serious. <laughs> I almost laughed at you. Um, Y'all think I'm playing. I'm going to get a boyfriend because I'm going back to therapy. So I'm going to have a boyfriend this summer. Y'all going to be like, hmm. and I'm, what was it? And I'm going to keep that same energy. I'm a dap. I'm a dapping nigga up like never thought you would have made it here, brother. Congratulations. Never would have <laughs> made it. Up. I'm a dapping nigga up like, hey man, I ain't think you was gonna make it here, bro. Congratulations. No one knew. You gotta give. You gotta. You gotta give that nigga a derby and a cap like an NFL draftee. <laughs> I'm currently drafting potential. So. Um. Yeah, y'all got about another eight to twelve weeks for y'all summer bodies. So if you took if you was on a late start like me, you got about eight to twelve weeks to get the shit together. I actually lost weight. I gotta figure out how to put weight back on. Um squats and soul food. Squats and soul food. More squats, more soul food. <laughs> squats and soul food, my nigga. Um but again, signing off, it's your boy C Diddy, um, aka uh, Kyrie Carmen. And my co-host. We out. My heart is like a package with a fragile label on it. Be careful with me. Careful, be careful me. Always say that you be there for me, there for me. Oh, you better treat me carefully, carefully. Look, I was here before all of this. Guess you acting now, now you got an audience. Tell me where your mind is. Drop a pen, what's the coordinates? You might have a fortune, but you lose me. You still gonna be misfortunate, nigga. Tell me, this lust got you this fucked up in the head? You want some random bitch up in your bed? She don't even know your middle name. Watch her, cause she might...